Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. As you can see today, I'm once again repping an Astros jersey because it brought us a little bit of luck last Friday. Last Friday, we were playing the White Sox. We got a win. Ended up winning the first round of the playoffs. And now today, we've got game one of the ALCS Astros versus Red Sox. Winner of this series goes on to the World Series. So we're excited here. Big Houston sports fans in general. But good luck tonight. Ghost Rose, if you're a Red Sox fan, I, uh, I apologize here in advance. But let's take a look at our markets on the week this week because it was a strong week for our markets. Finished higher across the board for all of our major indexes. And in our view, as we wrote to our members about yesterday's trading, yesterday was a lot like a train leaving the station, kind of a feel to it. And looking back on the week, really that kind of a week as we got strong action in all of our favorite areas here. We came off extreme oversold readings that we were seeing before and we were not quite too extreme or heavily overbought levels just yet telling us we've got a little bit of room to run uh, to continue from the VRA investing system as I mentioned all of our major indexes higher on the week and the Nasdaq led the way but more importantly semis led the way finishing up over three percent on the week this week leading all of our major indexes as we talk about here often you want to see tech leading the market, which we got from NASDAQ, and you want to see semis leading tech, and we got that as well. And I mentioned that as we approach what is seasonally the most bullish period of the year, not only for our markets, we're about to enter the most bullish seven months seasonally that is the most bullish for our markets, October to May. But November, which we're just 15 days away from right now, is also the most bullish month of the year for the semis, check this out, November has an average gain for the semiconductors in SOX of nearly four and a half percent. So that's what we have to look forward to here. Uh, we hope to see that continue, but for our markets, that also is a good sign because you want to see the semis leading the way. We've also seen continued strength from our internals, which I'll get to here more in a second, but the internals have been leading our market higher and that's what you want to see the internals leading price action so this is a good a good factor there and then of course our leading economic indicators housing and transports housing off a little bit today as far as HGX goes but yesterday got back above its 200 day moving average and despite finishing slightly lower on the day today we were able to hold the 200 day moving average for HGX so that's good to see we want to see that level hold and continue to improve housing is one of our most important leading economic indicators here and then the transports as well another important economic indicator for us the transports up a nice 1.65 percent back to their highest levels now since june saw a lot of that this week hitting highest levels in months so good to see as we're entering the seasonally most bullish period of the year that i mentioned earlier and again Based off the VRA investing system, we just had a market sell-off that took us to deeply oversold conditions, not just on our major indexes, 
but a lot of our sectors as well and we're not at extreme overbought readings just yet so that tells us we've got some room to run based, based off of our VRA momentum oscillators here. So we want to see this continue into a strong week next week. We expect it to as we are entering the heart here, really still in the early innings of Q3 earnings season. This week we had you know, a good amount of companies reporting, mostly the big banks. But again, this is just the beginning and we expect this to be a massive Q3 earnings season so far. 35 S&P 500 companies have reported Q3 earnings with 83% beating earnings per share estimates and 81% beating sales estimates and the beats from year over year. Just outstanding. Uh, so we expect to see that continue. There's a lot of talk in the financial mainstream media that earnings are going to start slowing down. In our view, we don't see that happening just yet. And remember this. The market doesn't peak until earnings peak. So in our view, even if earnings were to slow a little bit, we don't see that peak happening for years to come. Our year in target for earnings remains at $220 per share for the S&P 500. And then next year will continue higher from there. So stay tuned. Next week is a much busier week for earnings. We'll certainly be reporting on that here got a little bit of a bank information I'll throw out there in our sector watch as well today but first let's take a look at our market action on the day today we we're led by the Dow Jones today up 1.09% to 35,294 next up was the S&P 500 up 0.75% to 4,471 and then the Nasdaq up half a percent on the day to 14,897. And our laggard on the day was the Russell 2000, uh, was positive earlier in the session, did close down 0.37% to 2,265. But not a lot of major worries there just yet. Uh, we did finish higher on the week from all of our major indexes, including the small caps. And we've continued to see the VIX fall as well, hitting some of its lowest levels in about two months now, down another 3.3% today to a 16 on the VIX. Looking at our internals on the day today, like I mentioned earlier, we've seen good continued improvement from the internals from the last month or so. And we added to those gains this week. We got a little bit of weakness today in the advanced decline line. But as one of our favorite technicians, Helene Meisler, pointed out in her update yesterday, breadth for the NYSE has been improving for the last month, like I mentioned. And that's extremely bullish to see. You want to see the, the internals leading our markets higher. And as the NYSE advanced decline line approaches its recent highs here, that's good to see. We want to see that continue into next week as well so like i said advanced decline line did come back negative today for both the nyse and the nasdaq but really really flat on the day for the nyse a little weaker on the nasdaq but not terribly concerning from the nyse and then our other uh, internal indicators were strong on the day new 52 week highs to lows coming in just under four to one positive on the day today and then volume coming in positive for both the NYSE and the NASDAQ. So again, we would have liked to have seen the advanced decline line continue to improve today, but overall, we'll call it a mixed to positive day, really a positive day overall for the internals. 
Next up here, looking at our sectors on the day today, we finished with eight out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day today and saw some all-time highs here as well. Consumer discretionary leading the way, hitting an all-time high today. The financials also hitting an all-time high today, which we see is important because this week after earnings, JP Morgan and Wells Fargo both got hit pretty hard. After getting earnings beats, we got earnings beats from Morgan Stanley as well. So maybe a little bit of a buy the rumor, sell the news event there. But today, bounce back strong. At one point, Wells Fargo was up a big 7%. And like I mentioned, XLF, the financials ETF, did hit an all-time high. And maybe more importantly, BKX, the banking index, hit an all-time high today. And then next up here, we had industrials, technology, and healthcare all leading the way on the day today and we had real estate finish higher as well just slightly really pretty flat on the day but good to see uh despite the fact that hgx was down on the day today our laggards were utilities maybe a little bit to do with uh the 10-year what that was up 3.75 percent today uh we put out a great chart to our members day showing since 1982 uh i believe that there hasn't been every time that the uh, uh, the yields for the 10 year have peaked that has marked the highs for the next move lower. They haven't gotten back to those highs. That is a repeating pattern that we've seen going back for nearly 30 years now. And if you go back further, we've had 40 years of declining yields. Folks, that is a major repeating pattern here and a big reason why we've said and probably the first to say it that in the coming years, likely by the end of Biden's first term, we're headed for negative rates here in the United States. That's a bold call. We don't see any well, anyone else out there saying that, especially the rise in rates that we've seen over the last couple of months has a lot of people freaked out, uh, a lot of people in tech freaked out, but good to see today that tech was able to maintain its gains with that. And another reason why we see yields heading lower from here. And finally for today, our VRA Commodity Watch. Gold now lower on the day, down 1.67% to 1,767 an ounce. Silver down about a half a percent to $23.35 an ounce. And then again with the, the recent highs, copper rallying nicely today. That's its highest level since May of this year, up over 2% now to $4.72 a pound for Dr. Copper. Then oil, highest level in seven years today. Got a lot of friends who entered the oil patch right as oil was peaking in 2014. Most of them have spent their entire careers with oil below where it is today. So pretty impressive rally we've seen from oil. You know our call. Before mid-2022, oil will be at $100 a barrel. We're likely going to get there long before that as well. So oil up 1.25% on the day-to-day -to, -day to $82.33 a barrel. And then Bitcoin, wow, just wow, massive gains today. Up 8% now as it's coming out that it looks like the Bitcoin ETF is going to get approved, going to start trading next week. That'll be on Bitcoin futures. A lot of speculation about why would you want to buy this uh, when you could buy Bitcoin directly, which is probably the best way to do it. Uh, but still, 
interesting to see and bullish for Bitcoin. Again, Bitcoin up 8% on the news today to 62,554. That's its highest level since April, right before we got the big dip in Bitcoin. A lot of people thought Bitcoin was finally going away. The Bitcoin bears get really loud on, mo on moves like that. They're awfully quiet here today on a gain of over $4,600 a Bitcoin. Again, hitting 62,000 546 of Bitcoin on the day today. Folks, that is all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click that podcast link at the top. We're also on YouTube now as well. Soon to be on Rumble and other platforms too. So go and subscribe at Vertical Research Advisory on YouTube. We'd love to have you with us there. So thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, have a great weekend. Go Astros. And we'll see you back here on Monday for the close.